This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you are going to love this house. Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. Hi everyone, happy Friday and welcome to a bonus episode of Soap from the Box, the behind-the-scenes TV podcast where I speak to some of the biggest stars of television and music on Pop from the Box. Enjoy this weekend treat. My guest today is an integral part to one of TV's biggest surprise smash hits, Amanda and Alan's Italian Job, where Amanda Holden and Alan Carr roll up their sleeves to bring a crumbling Italian home, two of them now, back to life. And I just know there is no way they'll be able to do it without my next guest. He is locally based, but British, and someone the pair call their rock. It's a pleasure to welcome the new Handy Andy. It's Scott Thompson. Hello, Scott. Hi, Lee. Thank you so much for having me. I know, what a compliment, the new Andy Andy. Do you remember him? I do, yeah, 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 of course I do. <laughs> um, we're going to talk talk about the show, but firstly, let's talk about you, because I read, whether this is all true, because you know what the internet's like, I read that you first arrived in Sicily in 2007 in search of a honey, sunny holiday escape, and you actually purchased a house for, for quite cheap, is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was... Um... So before I was a builder in Manchester doing basement conversions, it was always raining, I was underground, I really needed a kind of a a sunny escape. Um, And I ended up, vicariously, I ended up um, here in this tiny little town called Chinchana in Sicily, with the intention of just staying for three months, renovating a little house as a bit of a summer project and then moving back to England. But while I was here, I just fell in love with it, to be honest. It's... um, it's brilliant. So, like you said, that was 2007. So I've been here nearly 16 years. Yeah, like and and you faced quite a lot of problems, I think, didn't you? Though with that first house, I think Italy, the laws and everything's changed now. But wasn't it a bit of a nightmare when you first bought that first house? I had a nightmare. Yeah, I had a really bad experience actually with the guy I bought the house from initially. Um, and you know, I'd, I'd been here just a couple of weeks, and then he was kind of playing the role of some kind of gangster, playing on the the kind of the old mafia. Right. Uh, oh my god, that's quite scary. That kind of yeah, it was, and uh, and and actually, he threatened me at one point, and it was how the whole town kind of rallied around me and helped me out, um, that kind of made me fall in love with the place. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it wasn't simple at first and that's kind of why I started doing what I did because I thought well do you know what you know I'm not having this guy trying to rip people off coming here making the most of the fact that he's the only guy who speaks English and so that's when I started doing what I do you know looking after properties for people and um, and and making sure no one else kind of went through what I went through and that was the original kind of idea behind my business really. Oh, brilliant! And obviously, you're still there. You bought different houses. You're obviously not. You're not in that house anymore, are you? But you, you, you bought several no, no. years and renovated them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I bought, I bought a couple and sold them on, and um, and now I'm in uh, a house that is just it's it's me. It's it suits my ADHD down to the ground. Every room's got a different kind of theme and purpose, sort of. Oh, thing. brilliant! Um, so yeah. 
And then how, so how did the show come up? For those of you who've not seen Amanda and Alan's Italian job, which you have to see, it's about, um, well, the fact that, which is incredible, that you can buy um, um, properties in Italy, in placed in Italy for less than a euro. I think the first pair of, in the first series, the pair of adjoining apartments they bought in Sicily was um, 88p they came to each. But I mean, the whole thing about this is, is to keep dying villages alive, I suppose, because young Italians are, as we know, migrating to cities to work, leaving kind of ageing populations and empty homes. That's the kind of thesis behind the show, isn't it, really? Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's not quite as simple as, you know, you don't pay a euro and then you get a house because you've obviously got legal fees yes. and all that kind of stuff. So it does cost, um, you know, a fair few grand um, to, 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 to kind of end up with the place. But the actual purchase price um yeah is it, sometimes it's done on a it's different in different places but sometimes it's done on a, an aster which is a auction uh, that's the word in english and um and sometimes it's just kind of a straight introduction price sort of thing um but yeah like you say the little towns that are trying to repopulate trying to bring tourism and a new life to the town it's a really good scheme i think and how did you get involved with the show then? How did you come about being kind of their right-hand person? Were you approached by the BBC or did someone recommend you or how did it happen? Um, so <laughs> it's kind of a funny story, really. So I got a, a random phone call one day from a producer um, who said, I were looking to do a show in Sicily and um, we're looking at one-year houses. Could you come around and just kind of help us find a house that you think could be renovated in in kind of three months? So I went and kind of looked at some different houses with them. Um, and it was just, it, at first, it was just to kind of help them find a house, and it just kind of grew from that, um, really. So it, it kind of naturally grew into me being there. I don't know how. <laughs> it was funny. Well, obviously, they probably, I know you had TV works. They obviously probably met you and thought, oh, my God, you'll be perfect on telly as well. Was it? Because obviously you've got uh, a very po- a very successful business. So when they actually asked you, so it was three months, was it, to, to renovate that in the first season? Did, yeah. I mean, and obviously you were there most of the time. So was it, a, was it a, a kind of, did you have to think about doing it on TV or were you kind of a, right, no, I'm going to do it straight away? Um, I mean... I don't think I was convinced straight away because I had quite a bit of stuff on. Um, uh, I think I took a bit of convincing actually to do the first one. Also, <laughs> I don't really watch TV, so I don't like. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't. I hadn't heard anything about it. Um, so, so yeah. At first, I wasn't kind of. I wasn't sure, but I'm glad I did because it was such good fun. Yeah, and what was it? What was it like first week? Because I'm sure, as we all know, Amanda and Alan weren't there the whole time. Even though they did, they seemed to roll their hands up a lot more actually in season two. But um, was it mad for you suddenly having this production team with two huge names? Did you know who Amanda and Alan were? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I love comedy, um, and, and I love and I love um, things since like Pop Idol. I've been a massive kind of X Factor, Pop Idol, all those kind of things fun. Um, so yeah, that's obviously where I know Amanda from. But um, yeah, meeting them for the first time was was really funny actually. The, and so that first scene in the first. Uh, season where I come in that's actually where I met them the, oh is the, it oh wow okay yeah they the, the production team were kind of um very convinced that I shouldn't meet them before like live on camera for the first time 
Um, but the first <laughs> we had to we had to do two takes because the first Amanda and Alan been there cleaning, doing what they've been doing, uh, as you saw it on the program. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then, it was filthy, wasn't it? That first house, yeah, I remember. It was, oh, yeah. It was, I was glad I wasn't there for that day. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, you missed that. And then I came in, and I was I was so nervous that I kind of lent into kiss Amanda on the cheek, and I kind of headbutted her. <laughs> 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 Great introduction. <laughs> well, you must be quite nerve-wracking never doing TV and suddenly, you know, two le- legends, really, of TV plus this whole production team. Because as we know, it's not just you three on location. There's like a whole team of probably about 15 people behind. Um, quite a nerve-wracking thing to do, as well as then the responsibility, I suppose, is on... Because you project... I suppose you were the main project manager as well, because then you've got the responsibility of turning this place around as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the it's been the biggest learning curve for me is kind of marrying the two because obviously you, don't, you wouldn't normally build a house um, as you would film building a house or as you would do it if you had two DIYers in there doing it you know you'd normally do it in a much kind of different yeah uh, flow so kind of managing the whole time frames you know the the the, the work schedule and stuff like that's been a real learning curve but um but yeah, it's good. It's been really interesting. It's a lot of fun. A lot of for the, fun. For the show, obviously, and again, for those who haven't seen it, or those who have, what happens is every show, there's kind of a reveal of a room, um, which obviously, as I, being a TV producer, I can understand why they do that this week. We're doing the living room. But that must have been, because again, that's quite an odd way of doing it. It's probably you wouldn't normally finish whole rooms first, would you? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a... Um, I think I can say there's a certain amount of camera magic goes into that because obviously there's there's not you can't do everything in one you can't finish one room completely and then start the room next the room or, no no you're obviously doing them all at the same time really uh, so it's kind it's kind of it kind of works around like that but obviously they're very keen to um to, you know to work on one room or one sort of skill at a time so um. And then what are Amanda and Alan? I mean, I think, again, it's pretty genuine what comes across. They do roll their sleeves up and they do have, again, Amanda seems to be well into the kind of DIY aspect of building and wanting to learn. Amanda is a, she's a, she's a, she's always on a mission. You know, you could tell like, yeah. of explaining how to do things. You could, she's got a tool in her hand. She's got like kind of itchy feet. She's raring to go. Uh, so like you just let me get it let me get it I want to do yeah it. she wants to smash up um, things and do stuff doesn't she yeah quite a few times actually when the things have been smashed you know we'll, we'll kind of finish whatever the cameraman will stop and, and Amanda's still going at it <laughs> <laughs> was there anything in that first series that you were like this really isn't going to work or that you struggled with but you kind of went and, and you were surprised that it worked one of their ideas because obviously they're not house interior designers really although they're both actually really good from what they've done but um was there anything you were like really worried about in that first transformation um i mean amanda has definitely got um an eye an eye yeah she's got she's got adventurous taste um and 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 i'm always a bit like when she's describing it to me i'm thinking you what (laughs) but but actually, she's she always makes it work. It always she, she she has she might not be an interior designer, but I know she spends so much time with all the magazines, watching all the programs. She absolutely loves it as a subject. So she really knows the stuff. She knows what things will come together. I remember when we filmed Neighbours actually, and we were walking around some 
posh hotel we were filming in, she was literally like taking pictures of stuff, going, right, that's what I want in uh, my bedroom and stuff. Um, so yeah. yeah, she's always got she's always got her mind on the job there. Um, there's and that was in Sicily, wasn't it? I mean, a place. So you obviously know Sicily really well. So that first series was probably, I suppose, quite easy for you because you you kind of knew where you were and everyone around. Yeah, I mean, the first season was really easy because it's it was like an hour up the road from my house. I could use, you know, people that I've worked with before, so it was a lot, a lot easier in that way. Um, whereas Tuscany was a whole different thing. You know, we literally moved there for uh, three and a bit months, uh, I think, um, and it was you know, full on, it, it was work. <laughs> Sicily was, Sicily was great, but, it, you know, it was, we were fairly easy. We knew we had enough people. We knew we had plenty of time, whereas logistically, Tuscany was definitely a lot harder. And quickly, before we moved to Tuscany, actually, that f- finished property, I think I'm right, the first converted, it was two apartments, wasn't it? Converted into one. And it sold with Italy um, Sotheby's International Realty for €145,000, I think I'm right. Do you know what? I, I have to be honest. I couldn't tell you, to be honest. I, I think, well, that's what I'm, yeah, I think all, uh, all the problems was right. between children in need and comic relief. But that, I mean, that's right. an amazing market. Do you know how much roughly the renovation was of that first property in the first se- series? Uh, more than that. Oh, right. Um, okay. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, it's, I mean, it's the case, unfortunately, in Italy, um, that renovation costs are actually more than your finished value. Oh, and wow. Okay. Thing with building with properties at the minute. That's why they're so cheap to buy. Right. Because renovation costs, you know, if you've got a 100 square meter house, for example, you could buy a finished 100 square meter house for uh, 100 grand, one that was finished a few years ago. But if you had to build it or if you had to renovate a house that was that, it can cost you more like 120, 130. So there's kind of this funny thing with the cost of construction here and property prices, uh, especially the old ones. It's not like in the UK where you definitely get money back straight away when you renovate something. It doesn't quite work like that. So it's, so basically it's for people who really want to live, you know, like they're going to renovate and live there rather. It's not a, it's not um, a kind of business thing to keep buying them, doing them up and selling them on because that's not going to work. Um, it's a lifestyle choice. I mean, if yeah. you invest in your life, it's the best investment you'll ever make. Food's yeah. amazing. Stress falls through the floor. You know, it's the best investment you can make in your life but not in your bank account, maybe. <laughs> and how do, you, how do you find, like, having worked here in your job and then over there, I mean, is it a different... I mean, I, I always know just from filming abroad, you know, like, when you go for over here, say, if you have lunch in London, you can be out in 15 minutes because it's like, oh, <laughs> bang, eat, gone. And I remember when I filmed abroad and you're like, hour and a half gone and you're like oh is the food coming because we really need to get on and work is it kind of <laughs> does that does that transcend into the building is it a very much slower paced kind of world in in that sense uh yeah, i mean it's weird isn't it Lee? You, you when you're here when you're abroad and it you think it'd just be when you're on holiday but time's longer you know days are longer yeah it's like, oh, yeah there's 30 hours in a day somehow yeah. you know? <laughs> i had two hours sleep at lunch and i've still got a whole day left <laughs> yeah you're right yeah uh, and, and it's still kind of like that when you work here I mean, builders tend to work uh eight till five ish right until five ish and only have a hour an hour off for lunch just because 
I think building unlike a lot of jobs, obviously you can be, you know, pretty dirty at lunchtime. It's not like you can stop and chill out without no, yeah, shower. you just want to get on and get home and shower. Yeah. <laughs> so so builders kind of crack on and get it done. Um, but there's definitely yeah, the lifestyle is it feels a lot less stressful. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, very yeah, very scenic place to build. And so before before we talk about the second series, which obviously is only just it's on iPlayer right now, everyone. And I think I mean you can I think the final episode's definitely on by now. But that first one, do you have a favorite room? Can you remember a favorite room from that first property that was done? Um, I mean, I kind of I've got to say I love the kitchen. Kitchens are generally my favorite room because I think kitchens where you know, it's where you everyone accumulates, isn't it, at a party? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. You're I right. Yeah, most of the time, and the kitchen there was just a really nice, with the island in the middle, the shape of the room. It was a really nice kind of space to stand around and chat and sit at the bar stools. I think the kitchen was, yeah, yeah. Okay, the kitchen and uh, the biggest problem you remember in that in that property was there a, a huge humdinger of a nightmare? Oh God, the mesh. Lee, can you not remember the mesh? The mesh. Oh the yeah, the wall. mesh. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it was. It Just was, explain to everyone what that was. Who didn't watch it so, or hasn't watched it yet? So basically, in the, the the way the walls are built here, because it's a seismic zone, you've got your kind of stone or brick structure, and then on each side they put a steel mesh that's connected through kind of with bars through the wall. So it kind of creates a cage for the wall yeah and then the render on top of that well what had happened is at some point in whenever they'd done this work in the 90s i think last um they'd not used galvanized steel mesh and they'd <laughs> rendered it with a, a kind of an, a, a very alkaline render so the mesh had basically just dissolved in the walls <laughs> and, and was full like it was just blowing all the plaster off the wall so you couldn't really tell until obviously we started knocking things to pieces and then oh. Oh God, all the walls just the plaster was just falling off everywhere. And it was just a time thing, you know, because they're like, we've still got three months to do this. I'm like, okay, but all of a sudden we've got to replaster massive parts of the house. <laughs> yeah, that's like um, a good month gone. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely the biggest the, the biggest problem. And it was a it came a bit out a little bit out of left field. Um, um and then the second series, as we said, we moved to Tuscany. I mean, Amanda said it wasn't quite as glamorous, it was more secluded, and she said it was more moist weather <laughs> um, <laughs> is that a fair summation of uh, Tuscany the experience compared to uh, I mean, Sicily I mean they're such different places like Sicily's very dry arid sunny hot all the time um Tuscany is a little bit more kind of English weather you know you it looks like it could rain every now and again. Yeah, summer's pretty nice, uh, but it's all green and lush, and yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot more, more moist. Um, I'm guessing. That, I'm guessing by the second season as well, they were more. They knew what was coming up as well because they both seemed to, especially Alan, seemed to really get get into it a lot more on the second season. Because how long were they? Did they make several? I'm guessing just putting my producer head on, that they came and went and they made several trips as you then carried on and they came back for the big parts of every job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did large chunks of it and they were there for, obviously, I mean, they both have jobs that they have yeah. to come and go to do at the same time. So um, and I think that's that's probably the 
the you were you uh, were probably quite relieved to have some time with them not Phil is that you could get on with stuff as well yeah <laughs> we def- we te- I mean we definitely got more done um when it's well you know you go quicker when it's obviously just the building team yeah in the past, rather than you know cameras and 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 blah 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 um but no, they're pretty good, and they 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 to be too fair, they, they do get stuck in a lot more than you'd think. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, as you said, that I think that's why it's so popular though, because there's loads of these shows been on, and you can genuinely tell how involved they both are. What I loved actually, what I noticed in the first season to the second season, and I don't know whether they got told off the production team because they drunk a lot less, or at least on camera on the second season. <laughs> the first season, they just seemed to always go and find and their parents um, a spritz of what's that? What's it called? That their favorite yeah, an apron, yeah. <laughs> that was spritz somewhere every night. Whereas this one, they actually seem to be forced to go and find some, you know, plants or something. Do you know what I mean? Well, it was so easy as well in in uh, Sicily because there was a bar just round the corner. Oh, the guy from the bar, Fabrizio, became quite good friends with us all. So it was so easy there to do that. Um, whereas Tuscany was a lot more driving around, you know, the, to get the a drink. <laughs> quite, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, it, but, you know, we were staying in a town called Barga, um, which is beautiful. Um, yeah. and, but we were building in this, this kind of really small town called Fona Velasco in the mountains. So everything was a bit more of a kind of a drive uh, and a schlep around in Tuscany, really. I'm guessing that's the difference, a big difference between the UK when people are building as well. It's it's the access and how you get things. I mean, some of the stuff you were doing, you go, God, that must take ages just to get it up there. Do you know what I mean? That kitchen, um, the kitchen island piece of marble. Around, oh, I remember oh, that. Yeah. Oh, my word. So this, the one in Sicily was bad enough because we had to bring that down some steps and there was about eight people. This one in Tuscany, we had to, like, the, the truck stopped in the car park, so we had to carry the piece of marble over a humpback bridge all cobbled <laughs> for oh about 400 metres, no, about 300 metres up the road over cobbles. And honestly, this this piece of Carrara marble must have weighed about, I don't know, maybe 400 kilos, something oh like that. God, and how many of you were there in the second one? I can't remember how many of you were there were carrying it. Well, the problem was, was about... I mean, there's only so many that can carry it. That's the problem, isn't it? Without yeah, it being, so without it being harder. It. Well, there's like five or six of us getting it to the house, which was fine. But then we had to get it up this tiny wooden staircase. So we could we could literally get like three of us around it. And that oh. was it. Just one step at a time, you know. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. There was one point halfway up. I thought, it's just going to stay here. This is it. It's a feature. This, is, it. this, is, yeah, this is picturesque. <laughs> is it worth quite a lot? It's worth quite a lot as well, I'm guessing. The house or the marble? The marble. Oh, the marble's a fortune, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, um, it's almost like we don't mind if the house collapses, but don't let the marble break. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. having to live in the marble. Oh my god! And again, don't what worry would... about your feet? Your feet just don't. You know. Yeah. Oh my god! Imagine dropping that on your feet. Oh, I'm one of these people definitely that likes watching. I would, I would be like, oh, I went around my friends the other night, and uh, I didn't realise that the Friday night dinner invite included 
moving bedrooms for her daughter. And I was like, no, that's not. <laughs> I'm not very good at judging spaces because a lot of it is just judging everywhere, isn't it? And judging doorways and stuff is so hard. That's the hardest thing, and especially old houses that are like little mazes. Yeah, totally. Um, totally. And what was your favourite room in this second series that got done? I mean, I, I have to, um, if you've not watched everyone, you must watch it. I, I was quite quite perplexed by Amanda's uh, floor in her bathroom, that gold kind of, that had lots of dead flies <laughs> in it by the end. <laughs> the, the, the resin floor, yeah. I mean, yeah. to be honest, it's actually a really good um, covering for a bathroom floor, practically, because it's just one single sheet of plastic, essentially. Right. Um, it, so looked, no, it looked quite stunning. It was Alan, wasn't it, who left the window open, so lots of flies got in, unfortunately. Well... I mean, I appreciate that he took the blame for that, but but really, I think the experienced project manager should have pointed that out. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I can't, can't blame Alan, but you know what I'm sitting next to him, really. <laughs> with the window open. By the way, I love yeah. that there's a clock chiming behind you. That's so it's so so sets the scene of where you are compared to where I am. Yeah. Um, as well, eleven big bings and. Oh, that's all right. That's quite nice. Um, again, what was your favourite room in there? I mean, because I do remember as well, it was a shame because Amanda's idea, wasn't it, was to build up into the turret. But then that kind of, that idea fell apart, which was a shame because that that sounded like that would have been amazing. Yeah, I mean, it would have been amazing. And But, you know, these, you've got there's a balance to strike when you're renovating these old houses. And it's just how what, what you're going to get for how much it's worth doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doing that would have cost a good few thousand more. We'd have had to do some structural kind of work on the old medieval tower. So it was a lot of work and a lot of effort for what would have essentially been kind of a really nice skylight. But, yes, yeah, um, yeah. But I'm not sure how much it actually adds to the house for the, you know, you've always got to do that when you're renovating and think, well, is it really worth it? And Do the, you have, well, as a project manager away from TV, do you, what, how... How do you kind of persuade people? I mean, do you just go with what people want or do you play that person of going, listen, it's really not worth this money? Do you know what I mean? Do you find it or do you just have yeah, to go over and kind of do what people want? No, I think, well, that, you know, my job is to always to question. Um, yeah. At the end of the, day, the final decision is up to the client and the client can have whatever they want. But it, it is my job to say, look, you know, this just have a think again about this. This is how much it's going to cost you, you know, are you going to get what you want from that or do you want to put that money somewhere else? You know, some clients, money's no object and they'll do whatever they want to do. Um, and and some clients have a strict budget and quite often I've got to manage their expectations within that budget. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. I must find this actually. This was, uh, I saw a post on Facebook the other day. Um, this was someone walking around Harrods and there was a table um a light uh chandelier it's not that nice for sixty eight thousand pounds oh um, my word i know you do you come across do you see stuff and and you must see some humdingers of things in your line of work where you're like this is madness i i, I built a house um for a, a an actor a few years ago um a, a, a very famous and, and wealthy actor and and he had a front door um hand sculpted it took a year to make his wow. front door. It cost about 20 grand something like that wow oh my <laughs> and, god uh, 
It, it, I mean, it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. But it, it was a, a, a little old guy um, that we found in the mountains who was kind of a who did this kind of relief sculpture work. Um, wow! And we essentially bought him two massive slabs of uh, exotic wood, and he spent a year carving away at his door. Wow! Oh my god, I can't imagine spending a year carving away a door. <laughs> Um, oh, and, and, and to be honest, and, and that 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 twenty grand is is super cheap because I mean, if you think if, if that was this was a little old man in a little mountain village, but if you think if you took that to a you know a sculptor in the UK, oh yeah, wow, yeah, you'd be looking at far more than that. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? How much? I mean, I suppose we can never say if if we all had that much money, would we? We might possibly have a handcrafted uh, hand carved door. Do you know what I mean? Um, oh. And then what's life been like for you after the show? I mean, have you? I I jokingly said to Andy, Andy, but obviously you could probably get your own show from this now scott but you're quite i'm taking you're quite content doing what you're doing living in sicily living a dream life <laughs> i mean I, I i do have a lovely life and i'm very fortunate very blessed really um so, I, so, so i'm kind of like it here and, and no nothing really as weirdly nothing's really changed here apart from the number of inquiries that i get kind of Which online good. But, yeah I suppose there's only so much you can do, though. So yeah, but like I say, you know, it's a tiny little mountain village in Sicily. So I don't know. That said, I do, I did get a bit of a flavour for this, and I do, I like producing. I like the whole kind of producing something um, a bit different. You know, I've been a builder for 25 years, so it's a nice new slant on my work. Um, so you know, if I could become the next, uh, you know, if I could do the next grand designs in Sicily, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> okay, we need to put our thinking caps on. I'd love to like Sicily for six months. And um, how's the fan? Have you had some mad fan attention? I'm guessing you have, especially because you and Alan stripped off to your pants and dived into the water in the last season. I'm guessing <laughs> your inbox might be full of some new fans. Um, it's been it's been nice. I've had a lot of nice positive comments um, and stuff. Yeah, nothing. Uh, Nothing that outrageous, to be honest. But oh, that's um, just, come on, people! But, Don't let's. Stop it's a shame. Weirdos. Yeah, it's a shame that people in the villages don't know because I thought you might be this little local who's getting like you know the best table in the be- in the little restaurants and stuff. But no one, no, watch, no one watches know. it. No, they don't even know. And actually, funny enough, I'll tell you a funny a funny story. So I posted on. Um, Instagram the other day, some pictures of um, Alan and I at a restaurant in Florence. So this this is a bit, a bit an exclusive, a scene that got uh, didn't make it to the actual show. So there's Alan and I having a, a meal in this restaurant in Palermo. And I've got a little chihuahua dog and um, the, sorry, in Florence. And this little chihuahua dog sat on my knee for the whole thing. You can't, you couldn't see it at all. It, she just, she's silent. She sits there, doesn't move. So we filmed this whole scene and obviously all the, the waiters and the waitresses and stuff were all kind of stood around watching. The next day, I didn't actually get to eat any of the steak though. <laughs> so the next, <laughs> Typical the next day I go back, I don't know. So the next day I go back in there and have a steak on my own and my partner. And, um, and I'm sat there eating, the waiters, waiters, no one recognised me. No one said a thing. I thought, oh, fine. You know, yesterday I was there with all the cameras. No one <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're like, thing. God, oh. Yeah, all of a sudden my little dog pops its head above the table and the waitress goes, it's the dog from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, amazing. <laughs> the dog got so, the attention. You're so upstaged by your dog. 
<laughs> that's brilliant my dog my dogs i mean my dog if we take i've got a french bulldog and he's a like a really light color and you don't really see any of them and if you take him on the tube it's like being with a celebrity it's a nightmare everyone talks to you which i hate you're like no go away um yeah. <laughs> right we're gonna end with uh either or quick quick fire round uh manchester or sicily uh, Sicily. Yeah, sorry everyone in Manchester. Lovely place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Manchester, place. but yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Uh, tea or coffee? Uh, cool, used to be tea. Now I think coffee. Yeah, that's all the hard work you see now. It's because you're renovating houses in quicker time. Uh, wine or beer? Um, wine, although I've stopped drinking now since October. Oh, just... have you? Oh, wow. Good yeah. boy. Um, is it nice wine, by the way? Is, is it, where's, what, what's the nicest wine? Sicily or Tuscany? Um... Tuscany does have some really, I mean, the food and the wine in Tuscany was amazing everywhere. Is it? You can't, oh, yeah. So yeah. So do you, how do you not I mean, get it's really, amazing in Sicily as well? But how do you not get really fat? I suppose the work you do, because I mean, when I went to, I remember we went to Italy and came back about double the size because you're just eating homemade pasta all the time. It's incredible. How do you restrain yourself? I think it's the heat in the summer here. You don't, you're not that hungry when it's Oh, okay. Hot. Just pop a couple Took of tomatoes. <laughs> and you're, you just, I just eat veg. It's so good here. Yeah. Oh, God. You make me more jealous. Right, okay. Speedos <laughs> or shorts? Speed at shorts. Oh, yeah. my word. God, I thought you were going to say speedos then. Uh, sun <laughs> or snow? Uh, sun, sun. Sun. Definitely. And the hardest one to end. If you had to... And you have one room needed decorating in your house. Who would you choose to design it, Amanda or Alan? Amanda, definitely. Oh, sorry, Alan. But yeah, we would we all I'd, do it. We'd all do it. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love doing it with Alan, but Amanda's definitely got that eye for design. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Well, listen, Scott, it's been amazing to have you on the podcast. Thank you, because I know the show is huge so here. Everyone talks, it's, it's gone down like a storm. It's kind of like a massive, not a surprise hit, because they're both big, but do, do, do you know what I mean? A show like that. Um, yeah. at surprisingly level so g- lovely to speak to you and thanks for coming thank on you. thank you so much Lee you're a star thank you so much to Scott from Amanda and Alan's Italian job if you've not seen it catch it on BBC iPlayer now it's absolutely brilliant and a little behind the scenes story which is so annoying knowing I had Scott on and having worked with Amanda I left her a little voice note saying if you've got a question for Scott then record it on a voice note and I'll play it to him she was actually with Alan Carr so they sent me a question to ask Scott and I didn't know my phone settings were wrong so it deleted it after two minutes and I lost it before I got a chance to play it to him how annoying Anyway, it was there, and Amanda and Alan send their love, Scott. Thanks for listening. I'll be back on Monday with a star of Emmerdale as Soap from the Box Season 6 continues. Have a great weekend.